need. Hey. You are tuned into the sounds of WPPO. <laughs> you could not <laughs> wait to say it again. You were thinking all day. All day. Oh, guess what I get to say tonight. WPPO. WPPO. Yes. This is Alan Woods from the Permanent Plus One podcast. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Kyla. Live in New York. I don't, I don't have a fancy, oh. <laughs> exaggerated intro. It's just <laughs> complicated up. Hey. Welcome, people. How's it going? How are you feeling? I'm doing all right. How are you doing? I'm good. I got a little bit of a little bit of a, a cough, cold. I don't know. It's, there's something happening, but it's I am cre- creeping up. I'm attacking it, I'm taking it head on. All right. Right. Serious business. I got some cough drops over here, that. some warm water. Yes, we bind it <laughs> <laughs> straight back to the pits. Right, right. <laughs> I, oh. man, how you, so I'm I'm doing well. Had a really relaxing weekend. Yeah, yes, you Didn't did. Didn't do pretty much any work. Yeah, I'm really proud of you for that. Yeah, just kind of hung out with the fam, um, and you know, just kind of looking forward to you know spending the rest of these warm summer days now that we're in fall. You know, just enjoying them yeah. because pretty soon it's going to start to cool off a little bit. It will. If it's 90 <laughs> this week, but at some point it will be fall. At some point. I'm not complaining about the hot weather because we'll look up and it'll be 32 degrees and everybody will be yeah. like, where, where was the medium place? Where was the ha- No, yeah. you complained when it was 80 and right. now it's 30. <laughs> Next thing you know, you'll be scraping off your car. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I'm not ready for that. So it's fine. Neither am I. But That's what right. are you looking forward to with fall semi around the corner? Are there are there any things that you're looking forward to in particular? Well, fall for me always represents my birthday season because mm-hmm. um, my birthday is at the end of September. Turn um, up. Yeah, sure. Or turn down. <laughs> for what? <laughs> On your birthday. <laughs> um, also, I think it, the changing of seasons for people often represents a time of renewal. Mm-hmm. And I love that about seasons changing. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a time to reflect and figure out if there's something that you want to change and get better at. Yeah, there's, for me, it's a time to uh, reflect on the amount of money that's about to leave from my bank account. Mm-hmm. Because, because right after do. your birthday, then we have yes. Kelly's birthday, then we have Ava's birthday, then we have Christmas. Yep. So we do start that. <laughs> we do start that spiral right. right around now. Yeah. Now, now is the time when when the bank account, the blessings that have poured in, yes. start to flow out. Yes. So we have an almost teenager, which uh, is pretty crazy. Well, we don't We're really talk about that. okay. You don't want to talk about it. I'm fine talking about it, but we'll, it's, it's we'll just, talk about that on a later show. It's really when I'm ready. an interesting place to be in when you start to have a it's a sunken kid that place is to be in about to be a teenager in real life. Thirteen guys. All right. So we <laughs> let's talk a little bit about deep side. Uh, oh, honey, it's okay. It'll be fine. So they are growing up on us though, yeah. but it's kind of and it's kind of weird. Outside of your birthday, anything else you're looking forward to for the fall and the kids' birthday? Um. Oh, just you know, the seat the holiday season always reminds me of spending time with family. So that's true. That's true. Yeah, just having some family. Time. I'm looking forward to throwing on a hoodie. Yeah, you you do rock hoodies really well. Yeah, I, I like you hoodie do. season. I don't I don't like cold weather, but I'm I actually like a perfect weather day for me is if it's seventy degrees during the day and maybe it drops to fifty five at night, mm-hmm. where you can throw on a hoodie and still be comfortable, but not you know, cold. Yeah. So I think that's good. Look, and you can layer. Yeah. Like when you can you know, stack. Do what you gotta do. All right. So okay. the song of the day. Yes. Was Escape. Escape. 
And uh, can we just acknowledge the the intentional harmonizing that takes place? Would you like to duplicate it? I'm not going to duplicate it. <laughs> we could we could try. I just don't want the effort to go unnoticed. Like, do, do you people, don't really know me? Do we, you can go ahead. I'm not. I'm not doing it. But I don't think people appreciate the on the chorus there <laughs> that harm that harmonizing. Yeah. Even on the one, two, three. Oh man, listen, you better know it. Yeah, they were in there like, nope, not that wasn't perfect. Let's do it again. Yeah, escape, escape definitely doesn't get the credit that they probably deserve. They don't. They don't. I mean, but that you have to realize that they were also at a t- out at a time of like an in vogue. This you is know? true. So it's like uh, this is true. You, you know, it's it's hard to match up yeah. when you got people who are you know because in vogue was killing. They were vocally, killing the game. So they were. That's yeah. true. But uh, so we chose that song because uh, we had a couple major breakthroughs with communication this weekend. We did. And, um, you know, we kind of want to talk about that. I think that one of the things that it's important to understand is that we are not a perfect couple. No. um, And we will continue to tell you guys that, that we are not a perfect couple. Um, but what we want is we're striving for a relationship to, that is perfected. You know? Right. So we're working on it. Every day we are doing what we can to make our relationship better um, because we want to pour into each other's lives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I want Kyla to be part of my life for the rest of my life. And so for that to happen and for us to live uh, with prosperity and happiness, you know, we have to pour into each other to make that happen. We do. Um, and the best way to do that is through communicating. You and know? it's hard sometimes. Yeah. But that's okay. And okay. how can we communicate if you don't hear <laughs> what I say? If you don't hear what I say. <laughs> <laughs> or in my case, read what I say. Yeah. Because I'm a much better communicator on paper or via email or text. Right. I just do better that way. And, um, you know, f- for some other people, they might that might not work for them. They might say, that's stupid. Just talk it out. Or why can't you just... And, and again, we talked about this in a previous episode. Like, I'm a, I'm a great communicator when it comes to pretty much any other setting. Like, right. almost any other setting. I have no problem communicating, but... So, so as a communicator, as someone who has literally made money the majority of your life as a communicator, mm-hmm. what is the thing that becomes most difficult when you're in a relationship environment or, you know, in our marriage that makes it difficult for you to communicate? I think it is feeling like you're so vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So, and it's because it's so personal and you care so much about it. Not that you don't care about other things that you're communicating about. Right. Um, but... There's a different level of intimacy, obviously, when you're talking about a marital relationship or even when you're communicating with your parents, with your siblings. For some people, some people struggle in those conversations. Yeah. You know, in a, in a family setting. So um, I think that it just comes with the level of, of comfort slash intimacy slash and because you really care. Like at the end of the day, when if I'm doing something that's recorded, you know, on television or if I'm doing a speaking engagement um, if the people who walk away from that I want them to be impacted right. but if they you know feel a certain way about me it's probably not going to change my life or right. like impact me that greatly because I, I can't I can't take in every way that every person feels about me but what I can do is weigh heavily how you feel about me right. and how you take in something that I said or how you respond so that's where I think the level of um I don't know. Kind of anxiety. Yeah, 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 comes into play. 
Um, and I think that one of the things that, that we have also talked about is um, different methods of communication. Like, you know, um, like last week on the podcast, I kind of hinted at the fact that perhaps the podcast was delayed a couple days because we were kind of beefing a little bit. It was a big hint. Uh, I might add. Uh, it was a little lightweight it's fine, hint. But you know what? It was the Low truth. Low key. It was, the, it was the truth. It was. You know, and, and for one, you know, we want to do our best to, first off, we're going to always be real um, with you guys. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're taking a big chance to share our relationship publicly. Um, and hopefully it is sparking conversations in your relationships privately. Um, and we just feel like that's what we've been called to do. So I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm going to let you know that we're not perfect. And we're not trying to position ourselves to be relationship experts. We are mm-hmm. two married people who love each other, and we want married couples to win, period. Yes. Um, so that's why we share the things that are happening in our lives. Um, it's not, you know, some narcissistic, hey, you should care what we <laughs> yeah. are doing. No, it's, we're it's, awesome. Yeah. Well, nah. we are kind of awesome. I mean, we, we but dope, I mean, but, like, you know, we have days that are not as dope. There are a lot of people that are awesome. We so. have days that are that are that suck yeah and we do we want to make sure that you know when we have days that suck we're learning from those mistakes and those those um things and typically it has to do with communication like there's there's something about you know the way somebody says something or you know the words that were used in that moment you know because sometimes if you speak in the moment and you're passionate about what it is that you're talking about things don't come out like they should mm-hmm. and you end up you know, hurting your spouse's feelings or, you know, um, you know, talking down to them or they feel like, you know, you aren't giving them the respect that they deserve in that moment. And so what are some of the ways that, you know, you have found help for us to to better communicate in those times? Um, for me, like I mentioned, is writing things out, taking the time to just kind of carefully process what I feel as opposed to just blurting it out or or speaking irrationally in a moment where I'm angry or frustrated. Right. Um, but the, the flip side of that is that sometimes I retreat and sometimes I'm holding things in and that's not healthy. So and I you've have, gotten better. I thank you. I was just you, about to say yeah. I've gotten much better at that. Like I don't let it I don't let it linger for too long. Now I I make I am intentional about addressing it in whatever way it needs to be addressed. Because there have been times in the past, like when we we were first, you know, we were brand new to this relationship thing, and, you know, we were having, you know, we had a disagreement or something, and and I don't remember what it was, but, you know, you went in the other room and closed the door, and, you know, I sent you a text, Mm -hmm. you know, and I just wanted to kind of get a conversation started, even though you clearly wanted your space like you know I didn't yeah. want to invade your space by coming in the room and starting a conversation but I figured if I sent you a text and you responded at least the the door of communication was still open right and then if you didn't respond then I would know that you weren't ready to talk and I think that since we did that that one time that that has been something that has become a um, a rhythm in our relationship where you know we we have decided that that's what we're going to do when we have those moments. So when it's hard for us to communicate face-to-face and have conversations, um, you know, we've decided that sometimes writing it down, taking the time 
to to do that, you know, is important. So um, last week specifically, um, like I said, we were we were beefing, you know, and um, Kyla, you wrote a really extended. Uh, I did. It was long. Email. Mm-hmm. And you said that it took you like a week. It did. Just to kind of frame your thoughts. So yeah, it took me a week to write it, and. Um, it was kind of all over the place, and I think I even said that in the email that, oh, this might be all over the place, but at least I'm sending something right now because right. I need to, it needs to get out. But um, there were things that we needed to kind of address, and we both knew that we were just not connected in the way that we typically are. And the thing about it is, guys, everybody goes through this. Yeah. Like, everyone does, and it's okay. Like, it sucks when you're in it. And you feel, you know, you might feel crazy. You feel, I don't know. I don't, there are a range of, um, there's a range of emotions that you can go through when this happens. But what we want to try to get out into the space is that it is normal for couples to have those moments. But it's how you handle it that determines how you move forward as a couple, I think. Yeah. Um, and so your willingness to meet me where I am in the space of needing to write things out and communicate that way um, means a lot to me and it helps our relationship. It definitely does because it, it gives you the time to really think it out, to be, to provide the clarity and to really, it gives you time to sort through your feelings as well. Right. Because you, you know, in the moment you may be feeling one way, but once you think about it for a week or however long it takes to, to really sort through those feelings, you may interpret it a different way. Mm -hmm. And then me responding to that, it gives me time to respond to the email and say, you know, like I sent a response that was like breakdown by breakdown. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you sent a couple paragraphs and then I broke each, you know, part of the paragraph down and said, well, this is what I meant when this happened. And this is how I felt when you said this. And this was how I interpreted such and such. And, you know, I didn't mean for it to come across like this. And it really gave both of us a chance to first off cool off. Mm -hmm. Um, it gave us a chance to not react in the moment because we didn't want to uh, add negative energy to the space. Mm -hmm. But then it also gave us a, a chance to uh, speak to each other from a place of love. Right. And I think that that's the most important part of it is that, you know, when you guys are arguing, um, you have to come from a place of love. And, you know, sometimes it's difficult to do that because, you know, in that moment, you're not thinking about how much you love that person. You're not. You're thinking about how mad you are yeah. at that person. And so it's hard to come from a place of love when you are, you know, upset. It is. It is. And that's why it's important to take that time to figure out what you want to say, how you want to communicate it. And I think if you're the other spouse and you do this, I think, with me, um, it's important to to allow them that time because yeah. I think for the most part you would be good kind of talking through things like that day yeah. or the you know what I mean like I'm the one who needs more time so you know maybe if your spouse is the one who might need a little more time or who might communicate differently or um, just processes things a little bit differently maybe give them a little bit of grace yeah and give them a few days and then you know reach them maybe in a way that's comfortable for them even if it might be it might not be preferable for you. Yeah, I, I, I have to make sure that I'm meeting you where you are and you meet me where I am. And, you know, um, after we sent the emails, um, 
you know, the next day we were upstairs and just kind of talking. Uh, well, actually, we weren't talking. We were still kind of walking past each other, and we said, like, good morning, and that was about it. Um, but I was like, you know, hey, I, I sent you a reply to your email, but there's some things specifically that I wanted to talk about, you know. And then we talked, and, you know, there were tears. Oh, it was major. And It was a know, major breakthrough. Yeah. Like, this and it was, was me who was crying. I'm yeah. I'm not going to even sit here and pretend. I mean, there's nothing you know, to pretend about hey, because there's nothing wrong with you yeah. crying. I just Absolutely wanted to clarify. Nothing. Yeah, no, I'm, I know I'm that glad. when you say that there are tears, people you were might assume going to that it was assume me. Yeah. that it was you. And I had a major breakthrough in the midst of reading what she felt. You know, honestly, I went and started doing some research into a couple things, and I had a major, major breakthrough, um, and had she not given me this email or this time to digest what she was sending over, I would not have started to do more research mm -hmm. and you know make some major discoveries. Um, and I think that one of the things that we talked about last week that was just kind of thrown in as uh, a half of a sentence was the value of therapy. Yes. Um, and Ooh, so you know a you lot guys. of people are thinking that you know couples therapy is one thing. Yes. And there's nothing wrong with couples therapy. So. You know, if any, if any of you guys are th have been thinking about going to couples therapy and figuring out what's going on in re your relationship, that's a beautiful thing. But keep in mind that both of you probably have separate things that don't have to do with the couple that you brought right. into the couple. So if you were to look at individual therapy, that could be something that's beneficial yes. as well. And I just found a therapist so that I'm really excited about it. Yeah. I had my first appointment um, recently, and she's amazing. I feel very um, in tune with her. I feel like we, I feel like it was just divine appointment that she and I connected. Um, and I look forward to my next appointment. There will be another one. And... Um, I just wouldn't. I should have gone a while ago. Like this, yeah. I should have. I should have. I I've known for a while that I needed to go to therapy. But um, I've known for a while too. It's that I needed to go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that I need to go as well. I, I mean, mean, we both just, we yeah. both brought stuff. I mean, yeah. I think that every adult, if you're starting a marriage as an adult, there are things and baggage and mess yeah. and trash that you bring with you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you just need to talk to somebody to sort through those things. Yep. Um, and sometimes it needs to be somebody who's not your partner. Right. Because there's some yeah. things that you need to sort through individually before you even, you know, I, I would even suggest, you know, we went through couples counseling prior to, mm -hmm. you know, like premarital counseling. I would even suggest that people go to counseling individually before they do their premarital, mm -hmm. just to make sure that they have all of their stuff kind of okay and figure it out before they bring it all into the relationship. Yeah, because so. you're bringing things that you don't even realize you're bringing yeah. into. Like, I listen to Bag Lady, and it's a totally different song for me, right? Yeah. Like, at this point in my life than it was when I listened to it, I don't know, 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, but it's real, and you can bring so many things with you that you're not even intentionally bringing. Yeah, you you're, not even know. you're not even intentionally carrying them with you. And in the same way that we're trained in our skill sets and in our careers and we do our best and we bring those to the table. We have to entrust someone who is, you know, a clinical psychologist or someone who's, who manages, you know, therapy, relational therapy mm -hmm. and things like that and say, that, you know, this person might be able to help me talk through some things right. and it will benefit my health, mental and physical health yeah. because mental health, I think in a lot of ways impacts your physical health. Definitely. 
And health is well. If nothing else, if it, if it just impacts how you deal with stress. Exactly. Because we all know that stress is a major Gosh, cause stress. of you know, physical ailment. Stress is, it will kill you. I mean, not even like trying to be funny. Stress literally is killing us. And especially, you know, in the black community, we've got to stop the stigma around mental health and around therapy and around talking to someone about something that's wrong with you and around, and, and guys, I am faith filled to the brim. I can talk to God and Jesus and my therapist and and I think with the, with all of them, <laughs> I will probably be in much better shape yeah. than if I'm trying to sort some stuff out on my own. So, you know, we have to break that down. We just we have to. We've got to get better. We've got to take better care of ourselves. So um, we have a copy of the five love languages that we are you know planning on taking a journey through. Yeah. Um, so when we think about communication and we think about you know the way that um, each of us need to be loved, I think that. There's a way that we need to figure out like how we need to be loved, but also how we need it to be communicated. Right. With, you know? yep. And once you learn those those key steps, then it'll make everything else a lot easier. Mm-hmm. It does. And I and I even took away and, and we've talked about this before, but I want to hit it again because it smacked me in the face again this weekend. Um, when we you know, once I sent my email, and you sent your email back, reading yours back really um illustrated to me some selfish behaviors so some some communication that I was giving to you that I didn't even realize first of all I didn't realize it sounded as selfish as it did until I looked at it in hindsight and then um I was neglecting to see your side of things and I was neglecting to see you know how hard you were working on certain aspects because I was too focused on how it wasn't how whatever was impacting me or what what it felt like on my side so and it's easy to do. Like yeah. sometimes that can be easy to do, but it's but you have to step back and say, how does my partner feel, or how are they seeing this, or how are how how does do certain things or certain elements um, impact them? So it's just it's a it's a work in progress. It definitely like it is. really really is. And I think that you know since we had our conversation, we've had some of the best days mm-hmm. in our relationship. You know because we we have kind of opened up our minds to. Um, be more willing to try to understand right. the other person and their perspective and, you know, where they're coming from instead of our own personal perspectives. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes we don't even think of that as being a selfish thing. It's like, well, this is how I feel. Right. So this is how it must be. Mm-hmm. And, and the difference is that, you know, there, there are times when we could both be looking at the same exact object. And from your vantage point, it has letters on it. But from right. my vantage point, it might be completely plain. And then if we flip the sides or change perspectives and look at it from the other person's point of view, you know, we like, oh, it does look that Mm -hmm. way from sitting in that seat. And and I think that, you know, if we were to do that more often in our relationships, whether that is, you know, our marriages or, you know, our work relationships or, you know, lots of other Mm -hmm. places in our lives, if we take the time to use a little bit of empathy, take the time to sit down and really listen and look from someone else's perspective, I think that as a people, um, as a human race, as a nation, we would be in a way different different. position. Way different. Yeah, communication is so important. It is. It really is. It's it's a vital piece. I want to reference back to something I said earlier. I said that we are awesome, which, you know, I think that that comes out of, I say that not in like a 
in a hubris way or in a way that, you know what I'm saying? Like we're better than anybody else. We're not. Right. What I'm saying is that we've worked at being awesome. Like yeah. we're in a place and I do, like you said, these last few days have been so great. Like, you know, just in a, almost at a different level level. And I feel that way because we've worked at getting to an awesome place. Right. Like we have, we have worked on communication. We've worked on finances. We've worked on uh, parenting together. We've worked on career support. Like we've worked on so many things. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I'm proud of that. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of that. And like we said, you know, it's hard sometimes, but it's also really glorious yeah. a lot of times too. And you know what, um, you know, for us, you know, we keep God at the center of our relationship, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, for others of you, it might be other things that are at the center of your la- your relationship, you know. So for us, that is a connection point where, you know, we are constantly working at what we're doing, but we are praying and hoping that our relationship is something that, you know, edifies God and mm-hmm. that he is, you know, amazed by. And I think he consistently blesses us. Because we do get people who send in emails and we do get people who, you know, comment on pictures and Mm -hmm. say, you know, you guys, you know, relationship goals and stuff like that. You know, and it's like we don't take that stuff lightly. And we also don't want people to feel like we have this perfect relationship. Exactly. And so we'll be the first ones to tell you that we we have the relationship that we have because we work at it. Right. And then. Perfection just I I don't know why this idea of perfection always becomes this goal like. You you can your relationship doesn't have to be perfect, but it can yeah. be great. Like, yeah. even but you know, be willing to celebrate the great things and work on the things that need to be better. Yeah, it's a constant process, yeah. and that is okay. The m- we overcome by our testimony. So we the more we share, the more we have this community yeah. that it supports. Um, you know, relationships and positivity around that, and then working through difficult times, supporting one another through that. I think the better off we're going to be. And that's what we're hoping to create. Well said. Thank you. All right. So as I mentioned, some people have sent in some, some yes. messages. We've got some so. questions. Let's start with Denise. Oh. Denise asks. Huxtable? De- no, not, not Huxtable. She, we're not on that level yet. Oh. But don't think we can't get there. All right. All right. Denise asks, what if one person in the relationship is a social butterfly and uh, the other is an introvert? Look at God. Ooh, that's a good question. It is a great question because people who don't know me don't realize <laughs> that I don't really like to go places or be around people. <laughs> if you ever see me at an event and I don't know anybody, I will be the guy sitting at the table by himself uh, as his wife flutters around from table to table. But I will say, as of late, you yeah. have been more of the social butterfly. You because it's I not think on purpose. people, it's, it's not on purpose. It's not on purpose for you, but. I, it, don't like I think it. People are, you know, motivated by you, which is great. And I, heard you I speak want, at things. I and want to, to, you know, make sure that when people do walk up to me, I don't want it to come across as disrespectful. You know, so I do listen and I, I, you know, try to be encouraging. But that's just not my natural position is not to kind of work a room. Yeah. I mean, I, I even when we first moved to Cincinnati, I wrote a blog that talked about how difficult it was for me to do like networking events and things like that because I just don't like being in places where I don't know people and having to try to tell people who I am and what I do it's it's just not my thing but for you it just comes really easily and you know so for Denise I would say you know one of the things that has helped me as an introvert is to have Kyla by my side so you know if I am kind of trying to shrink back down to the table, <laughs> she 
She's still she'll take me kind of on this journey with her I do. as the social mm-hmm. butterfly. You know, I have to kind of, you know, we'll, we'll hold hands and we'll walk around and she'll kind of guide me around the room <laughs> together. And yep. she's introducing me to people that she knows or has met or, um, you know, as people are, 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 you know, having conversations. She just makes sure that I'm included because she knows that if it's up to me, I'll all of a sudden yes, have to go use the will, restroom. You will and disappear. Then I'll disappear. So. <laughs> you will. He was was just right here. (laughs) Where did he go? So I'm working on it. But I think that as for the introvert, too, I think that it's important for them to to understand and respect the position that their social butterfly spouse has and and not try to uh, like shame them for wanting Mm -hmm. to be that way. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's important for you to go around a room and not feel like you have to rush back to the table. It makes the event more enjoyable for you. And I do try to be very mindful, especially if we're like on a date. And you know, you know what I mean? Like if we're out and we've had that happen before, like, you know, someone comes up and they say, and you, but I'm always, you know, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be respectful of that person and, and, you know, honor their request or honor their, you know, conversation. But also I'm, I'm, I will tell people like, you know, I'm, I'm with spending time with my family or, you know, trying to do something with my husband or something. So you just, there's a way to be gracious and to, to kind of manage both. Yeah. And yeah. then to, to not leave me hanging. Exactly. Yeah. So I, it's, a, it's a delicate yeah. balance, Denise. It is. Thanks. That's a great question, Denise. Thank you. And you can send your questions in. Hit us up on Facebook. Also on Instagram All at right. Permanent Plus One. All right. That was a good show. It was a good show. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. All right. This Tell is me. episode four. Episode four already. Quattro. We're like in Quattro. here. We're in here for real. For real. All right. So uh, like Kyla said, thank you guys so much for all of your support. Please. Tell your friends to tell their friends to tell their friends to find us online. Uh, the new website is up. It's permanentplusone.com. I promise you that there are going to be some guest couples coming yes. on. Yes. I know we keep saying <laughs> Really that. soon. We've said that every single episode. Oh this gosh. is episode four. Everything. So we've said it at least four times. Yes. But it's happening, people. It is really gonna happen. It's and going to happen. Can I say one more thing before we Absolutely. If there's anyone who's listening to this who has considered, you know, getting therapy or you are trying to sort through some things on your own and maybe after hearing this you think it'd be great to talk to someone else about this and you wonder what that's like or and now that I have been, I would love to, you know, answer any questions. Not that I'm an expert, not an expert at all, but I'm willing to share in order to help maybe help you move forward in that process. So um, send us a message. I'll, I'll respond. And just if you, you know, just whatever I can do to help right. you get you there. Fear is a liar. If you're scared and something is keeping you back and you're anxious and you feel like it's not going to work or whatever, don't listen to that voice. You know, go and do what you need to do to get yourself better or to at least talk, start that start that journey. So I'm more than happy to, you know, help talk through that. Yeah, that's what's up. So, All right, so next time, people, love each other. Yes, love each other. Peace.